Welcome to Self Love Ignited. My name is Katie Allen. I'm a certified health and life coach, and we are here to talk all things self love, self acceptance, body image, health, and total well being. You are going to hear from me, plus, you'll hear the stories of other women who have transformed this already. They have walked this path and they have really learned how to love and embrace all parts of themselves. We are here to help you be inspired, motivated, and to help you really transform your relationship with yourself to be a loving and positive force each and every day. This is so important so that you can really reach your big dreams, feel at home in your skin, be healthy on your terms, and live a big life. What are you waiting for? Let's get to it. On today's episode of Self Love Ignited, I am speaking with Arlene Santiago. Arlene is a health transformation coach and mom of three. She helps busy moms lose weight, increase their energy, and boost their confidence. Arlene was so kind as to come on and share with us her journey of getting married, having three little ones, and really feeling disconnected from her body. Going from there to reclaiming her body, reclaiming her health, and creating a loving, caring relationship going forward. All right, Arlene, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Um, So here we are on Self Love Ignited, and I would really just love to begin. Why don't you just introduce yourself? Just tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are, where you're from, all that good stuff. Sure. My name is Arlene Santiago. I'm a mom of three. I'm a health transformation coach, and I live on the the southwest suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. And... um, I help moms lose 10 to 20 pounds, increase their energy and confidence and, you know, have them after the fact, after like 90 days, still, um, still continue to lose weight and maintain their weight. I also help, uh, older adults increase their mobility and keep independent, help them keep, help keep them independent for as long as they possibly can. And also I am a motor control restoration specialist. And by, by, by doing this type, and I guess I'll talk about that a little bit more, but I help uh, many people live better lives by reducing their compensation and, and decreasing I think that's so cool. Yes, we will definitely get into that. (laughs) That's such a unique skill set that you have. Yeah, it's definitely different. Not a lot of people have that. (laughs) Not at all. Um, So this podcast, you know, we're all about like self-love, really like self-love, body positivity, and telling the stories of women like you who have come from a place of you know, not liking parts of themselves, not loving parts of themselves to really embracing, you know, who they are as a person, embracing their bodies. So why don't we just sort of start at the beginning? I really want to invite you to share your story. So why don't you tell us um, really about like where your challenges began? Okay. Well, because I'm a health transformation coach, I'll talk about, you know, Um, body image a little bit. Uh, And it started for me, I would say I was in high school. 
uh, I've always been a thin, was a thin kid. I was like, a, I was a pencil, really. Uh, and I didn't start gaining the weight till after I've had children. However, okay, so I'm back in high school. And uh, a person told me I was fat. And it was from then on that even though I, I felt like I knew I wasn't, but I was I was, I guess I was just like afraid how people were viewing me. Maybe they thought I was fat, you know, and um, that brought me down. And in it, though that was in high school, but even through, I was always conscious from then on, even though it was just one person. You know, there was all these positive things that happened around me, but I, I, I grabbed onto that negativity and went through, you know, high school and college and, you know, just, um, worried about how I looked, and I I feel like a lot of people feel that way. I mean, not maybe not from my personal experience, but just going through, you know, adolescence, being a teenager, and going through life, and through society where there's all this pressure to be thin, you know, and it it does a number on your on your mind really, um, but. As uh, as I as I asked after each child, um, it became harder and harder um, to lose the weight. So I gained weight, lose it, and gained weight. But it just it just became harder. Um, but during that time of being a mother, it was very it was a very difficult time for me because I went from being single to married to having children, and your life. As a mom, your life completely changes. It, it's it's like it's ups, completely upside down, and there's all these expectations of what's supposed to be. And I mean, it's like how do you live up to that, right? Yeah. So uh, there was a time in my life that I was really just I I just feel like I think I was like down. I always say down in the dumps. I really was. Uh, there was just too much, too many things going on, um, but. I had to eventually, like, I felt like enough was enough and I needed to do something. I didn't want to feel like this for the rest of my life. And I had to figure out what I needed to do. I knew I needed to lose the weight. I knew I needed to do that um, to make myself, help myself feel better because I just didn't like carrying, carrying it around. I, I just didn't like it. So used to my pre-mom body and now I have a mom body. <laughs> I was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it takes a toll on, you know, on yourself. Uh, it took a toll on me mentally. Um, but I had to learn like three things and I needed to do it consistently. Um, number one, I needed not to compare myself to other people. Yeah. Okay. Because if I compared to self, myself to other people, I would feel bit worse about myself. All right, so I would need to stay on my own path. This was my journey to, to, this is my journey and it's my road and I can take lefts and rights or I can go straight. It's mine. Yeah. Um, so when I would feel bad because every, every time when you're trying, if you're trying to lose weight, it's not, it's not, it's not an easy thing. You know, you're, you're told to, 
you know, you're supposed to eat a certain way and it's like salad, salad, salad. And it's like, well, I want ice cream, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want ice cream. <laughs> so it's like, so it's, it's like a forward, it's just like you're going forward and you're going back and you're going forward. Well, I had to find a way of what I had to do, what, what would work best for me, you know? I had to, like, what do I want? What is the vision of what I want? What is going to be comfortable for me? That Instagram body or that model body, I mean, though it like, like looks nice, you know, am I, do I really want to put all the work yeah. into that? I, am I going to work out two to three hours a day, six days a week? No, there's not, that's just not happening. You know, <laughs> to, yeah. be, to be happy, like, like, what's the expectation for me? What do I want? I wanted more energy. I wanted to feel more confident in my body. That's it. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to be, I want, I want, not wanted, but want to be around for my children. Yeah. And see them grow up. And maybe I'll have grandchildren one day and I want to be able to run around with them. Yeah. So it wasn't just like, oh, I want to fit into this size, whatever. Hey, let's look at the big picture. Yeah. I, I really, I really love this. And I think this is such an important conversation because there is this, I don't know if you've experienced this, but in the online space, um, I've seen a lot of like body positivity people who say like, you're not allowed to want to lose weight. You know, I don't, I don't know if you're allowed to want to, want to lose, lose weight. weight. Yeah. I don't know if you've, if you've seen that or not. Um, but I have, as in like, you can't love your body and want to lose weight. Like you have to almost choose one or the other. And I think it's so important to see like, it can all be the same. Like everybody's journey, like you said, like it's not about comparing yourself to somebody else. It's like seeing that this is your body, this is your health, this is your journey and you get to choose. Mm -hmm. And there's so much power in that. Like just really knowing that like, I don't want to do this anymore. I have the power to choose what I want going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, there is a lot of power in that. And there's a lot of power in knowing that you can choose and you don't have to listen to, let's just say the marketing or listen to family members, you know, like, Oh, this is the way I do it. This is the only way to do it. And why aren't you doing this? Or, you know, there, ugh. <laughs> it's, a <lot. laughs> it's a lot. I think we are all individuals. We are here on earth to grow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're not here to stay stagnant what you know it's it's your choice how 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 far you want to grow and how what you're happy with you know it, it really is um i i i mean i have a vision for myself and i mean you do too yeah and we how we have different expectations and i think we well i i would say i i put a lot of pressure on myself but and i i already put enough pressure on myself i don't want all the other pressure to bog me down because that's what happens. Yeah. So what happens? I'm so, you know, I'm Gen X. I'm Gen X, I believe. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a millennial, um, but you know, go, you know, you, we were told that we could be, anything or anything we wanted to yeah. okay as long as you worked hard for it we all need to work hard for what we earn however if you're working so hard for that expectation that you can have everything and yes you can have everything 
but there's things that still fall by the wayside. And a lot of times your health is one of them. Yeah. You know, you want to be, have a good career. You want to have a big house. You know, you want to go on vacations. You want to have money. Fine. You know, but there's something still going to, you can't have everything. It's, it's, I don't believe you can have everything. It's just, yeah. you kind of have to you try to have everything, but you're not going to be satisfied necessarily everything. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to say you can have everything, but not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's like there's, right. se- there's seasons in life where like you go mm-hmm. through and at one point, like, especially, you know, as a, I'm not a parent, but you know, you said you have three young kids, mm-hmm. when you have young kids, you're like in mom mode, right? Like that's like your priority above everything else. And then as right. the kids grow up, that gets to transition because now there's space and energy and time for you to do other things. And that's just natural. Like we go through stages of life, but yeah, you can't have everything at once without. No, 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 it's hard. I mean, we could try to bite pieces off of everything, you know, Yeah. but I mean, it's, it's very difficult. Totally. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you said when you were in that place, you know, you had like the three things that really came to you that you Mm -hmm. realized that you needed to do. So can you sort of tell me like, what did that look like on like a, like a daily basis? Like, was there practices that you used? Like, um, like, did you work with a professional? Did you do journaling or meditation or like something tangible? Um, that you did to not compare myself to others or confidence. Okay. So, I mean, I just had to be in my own lane and I had to just, I had to have that visualization. This is, this is my, this is my journey. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do. I don't care what anyone says. And that's very, it's very difficult to do. And so I would have to reel myself in. All right. Because if I had all the, all the, like the limit, either the limiting beliefs in my mind or other people saying things, I would still be in a hole and trying to dig myself out. Uh, What helped me was if, if I hadn't, if I was having a bad day or I, I thought, I felt like I couldn't do something, I would have to think back, okay, what did, what have I done well in the past? So, so I would think about those things that I've done well in the past. And it's like, well, then to ask myself, well, let's say I asked myself, well, I can't do that. I told myself that I can't do this. Well, I have to ask myself, like, well, is that true? Yeah. Is it really true? Because I've done it before. I'm getting discouraged now. So I just have to push forward. Yeah. No matter, you know, and just try to do your best to disregard what people are saying or what your head is saying. And cause that your head, the, your, your, your mentality and what you're thinking can, it's like your, your own worst enemy in some, in some instances. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we have so much, I love that. I use that exact same thing, actually, that like, is this true? And it's such a simple question, but such a profound question, because when you have all those stories in your head and you start, you know, talking yourself out of things or talking yourself down or criticizing, it's like, is that really true? Or is that just like an old thing that's following me? Yeah. It's from the past. It's from the past that's following you. Yeah. And it stinks, but you know, we just have to ask ourselves, is that really true? Because more likely than not, it's not true. And you can move forward and do what whatever you set your mind to. Yeah. It yeah. just might take longer than some others, you know, it just but it can happen. 
Yeah. Yeah. The power of decision of like intention and decision and really like being conscious of your thoughts, I think Mm -hmm. is really underrated. I feel like because it's not a thing, some people are like, but I don't get it. And that's why you don't hear that all the time, but Mm -hmm. like it really does get to be simple. I mean, sometimes we overcomplicate this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And I think, yeah, we do, we do. And we get in our own heads and we make it bigger than it really is. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. hundred (laughs) percent. So I would really just love to hear from you, you know, where the podcast is self-love ignited. That's really the theme is, you know, transforming this relationship with yourself from, Mm -hmm. you know, a harsh or critical one to a loving one. Mm -hmm. Do you personally, do you identify with the term self-love or is it more like self-acceptance or like what feels true to you? I believe in self-love. I do believe that you have to love yourself in order to, so to help others as well. I think, um, you know how like you, they had say, you know, if you want to, if you want to save lives, you got to, you're in the airplane, you got to put your mask on first before you help other people. I, I, I do believe that. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize that, I guess, till, till more recently within the, like the past 10 years you know, um, because there's all this pressure to please other people. Yeah. And if you're pleasing other people, how are you happy with yourself? You know, you have to be happy with yourself. You have to know what you like, you know what you don't like, you know what you can accept and not accept from people. You have to have respect for yourself. Um, you know, I mean, for example, like I, when I'm this area of like down in the dumps, you know, that I had mentioned, there was, there had to be, there was a realization that those people that have brought me down that I needed to step back, Mm. like they're still in my lives. I love them very much, but if they were to say something or get a certain look or whatever, I'd be like, you know what? step back Arlene because you don't want to get involved in that conversation you don't want to get involved in that with that thing with that situation because something will happen and you will not feel good about yourself so I'll step away I step away now and it's like that's it I'm done (laughs) yeah I don't want it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that's just really that's I mean in my head like that's just taking responsibility for Mm -hmm yourself and for your emotions and for, you know, what happens in your brain and what's in your life. Instead of letting somebody else dictate everything that comes at you, that's just you going, no, I'm not choosing this. I'm choosing this other thing, which feels mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it comes with, you know, just experience and getting older. And I, yeah, because I know a lot of older people, they're like, I'm not going to take anything from you. <laughs> no, you know, so, um, no, I think I think we we wise up as we get older. Yeah, yeah, and just come into our own. Yeah, definitely. That's the <laughs> part of it. <laughs> um, so I would love to know for you. You know, you said like there was a time where you were really down in the dumps. You were really down mm-hmm. on your body, like after you had had your kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it fair to say like you had a really poor body image at that time? Like you, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So when you were in that place, did your, um, like, did your self image, how you saw yourself as a person and how you saw your body, did they merge as one or were they separate? Meaning my body is fat and there's something wrong with it and I need to fix it. Did that also mean there's something wrong with me as a woman that I need to change? I think they, they merge as one. I think if you are confident in your body, you, you know, if you have a confident, um, if you are confident about yourself, you don't necessarily worry about your body so much or you're like the changes, the transformations will come, you know, yeah. eventually, you know, or you'll see changes. Um, but, you know, when I was, I was down in the dumps, <laughs> as I keep on talking about, <laughs> um, I, I felt fat. I felt worthless. I was overwhelmed um, and I didn't know why I was on this earth. I didn't know why I was here. Like, what am I doing? What's the point of this? You know, I mean, I can, it was, it was just not a happy time. So everything, myself, my situation felt horrible. Yeah. The more I worked on myself, things got better. Things aren't perfect. They're still not perfect, you know, and I don't think they ever will be. Yeah. But I'm content with where I am and where I'm going. I love that. Um, as far as, you know, as, you know, body image and things like that, I, I, I think I, I believe I have a pretty healthy one. Mm -hmm. I am not. You know, my, my, I am not, I don't have a model body or anything like that, but it's good enough for me. I want energy. I wanted energy. I wanted confidence. I want to be comfortable in my body. I can do whatever I want to do. I still challenge myself. Yeah. That's, about, that's, that's, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I always, I always love to say like, it's not about your body. It's about like how you feel about your body. And it's about like what your body lets you do. But like mm -hmm. for some people that might be getting back to that, like size zero for others, it might have nothing to do with their size and it might have something to do with something else, you know, like, no, it, it, yeah, everybody's different. Yeah. And there's a, there, you know, when I, when I have uh, with my clients, I always ask them, why, what do you want? Right. And then they will tell me like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds or whatever they do. Well, yeah. why do you want to do it? Well, because I want to be healthy. Well, why do you want to be healthy? Yeah. And then they'll answer. And, it, and sometimes it takes a little bit more digging, you know, and then like when they've like, they're they exhausted all the layers of, of uh, just, just all the layers, then they get to the root of the gold of like, this is why. Yeah. So like for me, the reason why I do this for, um, you know, to, to I, I live a healthier lifestyle is because I want to be, I, I want to be independent for as long as I can. I want to be around my family for as long as I can. I want to be a role model for my children so they can grow up and be healthy. Yeah. Knowing that they saw their mom do it. Yeah. You know, even though like, I mean, they're kids, they still like their junk. And I mean, I don't blame them. Junk's great. You know, it tastes great. <laughs> yeah. But if they still see their mom like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to have. And I am going to exercise, uh, you know, five days a week. You know, I mean, that's, if they see that eventually, 
you're hoping it'll click. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, cause then that gets to be normal, you mm -hmm. know, and instead of having parents who are, are struggling with their health or who have these chronic conditions that are caused by, you know, inflammation or whatever it happens to be, it gets to be normal for them to like eat a healthy meal and then, you know, go for a walk after dinner or whatever your thing is like that mm -hmm. gets to be normal. So then they just don't think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the reason um, I didn't mention before, the reason why I, one of the reasons why I do this is because, you know, I have family members in and out of the hospital all the time with like, they have the medication. It's like, it's like a medication cocktail, yeah. you know? And the thing is like with those medications, if they have one and they have two and they three, uh, they, there's all side effects. There's all these side effects that come along with it. And um, it, it's, it's sad to see. Yeah. It's sad to see. Um, and I, I just didn't want, I mean, I just didn't want, um, I didn't, I don't envision that for myself. I know I'm going to get sick one day. But um, as long as I feel like I did what I could, I'm happy with that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. If ever there was, you know, a kick in the butt, it's, it's having to see somebody else suffer and just say, mm -hmm. I know that I can prevent that. I don't want to mm -hmm. go through what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And sometimes it really is that simple too, isn't it? It's just like, I see what the alternative is and I don't like that. So yeah. I'm, cho I'm choosing a different path. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, but people, le people learn differently. I learn by seeing, mm -hmm. not necessarily by people saying, yeah. Or, yeah. So I have to see it. Yeah. Like, okay, that's exactly what not to do <laughs> for me. Yeah. For me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for me in this life, in this body, that's what yeah. we're not doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how would the, how did your, like this personal journey then of sort of transforming how you see your body, how you think about yourself um, and your relationship with yourself, how did this lead you to this journey of entrepreneurship? Well, um, I was asked to teach a class uh, for older adults, and um, I did not have a background in that at all. Uh, my husband had asked me, he was a, uh, a physical therapist, and he asked me to teach this class with him, and I was really, really hesitant. And I did teach it. I did teach it. Uh, and there, it was a eight class, it was eight classes, two hours a week. Okay. So it was the second class. Someone had come up to me and just thanked me for the information that was provided. And I was taken aback, but I was like, you know, thank you. Thank you. But then like later on, I thought about what that lady had said to me. And it really struck a chord. Like, you know what? This is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. This feels great. That, grat uh, that gratitude that, that someone had for something that I had helped, mm -hmm. that, was, that was it. Mm -hmm. that, that was it. Um, and I love seeing people improve, not only physically, but mentally. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, because you should, they change their, the confidence changes, the energy, the, like their aura changes. It seems like when they start to feel better. Yeah. And I, I, I love being part of that process. I absolutely love being part of that process. Uh, as far as being an entrepreneur, it, you know, it's, it's not easy. That's for sure. I think you have to, you, I think you have to have some thick skin here uh, with it because nothing, nothing's ever, not, it's not going to all go, uh-oh, you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, sorry, something happened to my computer. Um, oh, shoot, what was I saying? Uh, You're saying it's never going to, like, as an entrepreneur, it's never going to all go. Yeah, it's never going to go as planned. It's not going to go as planned. You think you, you're hoping that, you know, it's within six months, you're going to be, you know, it's going to be great and rolling, but you know, it, it, it takes a lot of dedication to do this. Yeah. And, um, it, you're going to hear, you get your ebbs and flows, you get your ups and downs. And when you're down, you just have to get back up and just keep going. And I have kept going despite things going sour sometimes because I love what I do. So I think about it in a way of um, if there's a Kevin Costner movie called Field of Dreams and they said, if you build it, they will come. So I'm building and I'm building and I'm building and they're coming, you know, and there, I, I, I think what, what it is, is that when people see the, what you can do, and that you love to do it. And they see that, like, they, I'm trying to find the word. Um, they, they see that you love what you do. Yeah. They see they love what you do. And sometimes it's infectious, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I, I, I think I like her, you know, yeah. I think she's pretty cool. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm not, I can't work with everybody. You know, I can't work with everybody, but I can pe work with the people that can identify with the message that I give. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And do you think, um, if you, and I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question. This is like a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Um, no, I'm just curious. Like, if you hadn't, um, really like transformed your body image. If you hadn't gone down that path, do you think you ever would have been brave enough to start your own business? No, no, I don't think so because there's nothing there. This is what I connect to. I connect to change, to changing, um, the body for, you know, fitness and, and health. And I, I absolutely love it so and I, I needed to be I needed it to feel like all the other women now maybe all of them but a lot of them feel um to help to help me grow yeah you know and I I think I 100% believe in your failures are you, you turn your failures into something you know something better and um, we learn from them a hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that we all, especially in this industry, you know, like the coaching industry, the helping industry, whatever you want to call it. We, most of us really help people with things that we've struggled with personally, because it's like, I've, I've overcome this. Let mm -hmm. me help you so that you don't have to make all the mistakes that I did. <laughs> you know, right. like, like, let's simplify it. Let's get you there because I know how good it is. 
and mm-hmm. you, and you deserve to have it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would really love for you to because you and I talked about this before we got on this call um, about the physical therapy that you do with people is it the square one method it's not physical therapy it's not Um, but it it is called it's called square one Um, and it seeks to improve communication between the brain and the body so what happens is it, it this system it helps identify underlying causes of improper movement, so body compensating, body compensations by um, focusing on the nervous system and identifying any blocked sensory motor signals. That's like a whole lot. That's so right? cool. Like what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, so if you let, let's think about it this way: if you've had like even if you sprained an ankle, right? So you you remember limping, right? Or you break anything. There's something that happens where your body's compensating. It doesn't move the way it was, uh, was it was originally, um, and then it heals, right? Your 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 sprain heals, your broken bone heals. Yeah. But even though it goes, you feel like it's going. It's 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 fixed. It probably it is. But there's still trauma that happened to your body. And that may have stayed, even though you don't necessarily see a limp or anything, there's, there's something in your body, it's a motor control issue that it just stays. Because your, your, your brain, your central nervous system, um, it controls your movement of your body, right? And sometimes, you know, it's like habits, like think habits. Like you have a habit of brushing your teeth or you have a bad habit of, you know, maybe having a, some people have a cigarette you know, after eating or something like that. It's just, it's just what happens. It's, you're just, just what you do, yeah. you know? And that's, that's typically what happens. So um, it's like, it's when I work with people, it's like taking the expressway to, not to heal something, but to make things better instead of taking the back roads. So let me just tell you a couple stories. I know this just may seem very weird, you know, to you or to people who are listening. Um, so, uh, for example, there has been a lady, the lady, a lady came in to, to see me because she was having a hard time getting out of her chair and going up the stairs. Uh, so we, I worked on her uh, and I asked her, to move her arm over her head. And she's like, oh, I haven't been able to do that in a long time. And I'm like, oh, well, you didn't tell me that you, you know, that you had this problem. She's like, well, I forgot about it, right? So we forget about things that, that should not, you should not forget about, you know, it's a movement thing. Yeah. She got used to it. Well, she hadn't, I asked her how long it's been since she had been able to lift her arms over her head. And it was 26 years. Wow. 26 years. She has been able to lift her arms over her head. She always, so she had to cut her hair, you know, just so she can touch her, you know, so, so, so she could do her hair, yeah. you know, because she, she couldn't lift her shoulders up, um, you know, and then she was able to get out of her chair a lot easier. And um, what else I say? Going up the stairs a lot easier as well. All right. So that, that, that's one aspect 
There's one story. Yeah. There's another one that I like to tell of uh, my son and he runs, he runs cross country. And in his country races, he would run two miles. After the season was over, he asked me, he, well, he didn't ask me, he asked me, he wanted to participate in a uh, 5K race. So I said, okay, well, before you run, well, before you run, let me just try some square one on you for a few minutes. So I did about 10 minutes of work on him. And he ran 30 seconds faster each mile. Whoa. So a hundred, a minute 30 off his time. That's crazy. Just, that's crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. I was like jumping for joy. I was so ecstatic. I got on Facebook Live. I'm like, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so happy. I mean, he was happy. Um, I mean, the things had just happened over and over again. Um, you don't necessarily have to have like, you know, I've worked with people that, you know, had like shoulder pain or, you know, joint pain and stuff like that, and, you know, and got, and it's, it, the, one of the outcomes was, you know, less pain. So I, when, when I'm working with somebody, I'm helping reduce the compensation. The outcome of reducing the compensation is more mobility, increased endurance, um, less pain. I mean, it, it's, it's really amazing. Um, there is another gentleman that he, for as long as I've known him, about four years, uh, he's always leaned forward. He's had back surgery. He's always leaned forward. And I approached him about this. So I was working on him. And within 20 minutes, he was standing up straight. Wow. And and it's not like, I mean, he, like what before I just, I have before pictures and I'm like, are you standing up straight? You know? And he's like, yeah, I'm standing, I'm doing my military stance. And he was leaning, he was, he was leaning forward, you know? And then the after picture 20 minutes later, he's standing up straight and, you know, people are like, oh, he's asking me, well, he's standing up straight now. Is he standing up straight? You know, like months from now? Yeah, he is. He's yeah. still standing up straight. Yeah. I, you know, I followed up with, uh, with a client recently and I, I, I talked to her earlier this week and I haven't seen her since November, October or November. Mm -hmm. She's still fine. Still doing okay. That's awesome. So it's not just a short-term thing. It's an not actual short-term thing. I mean, it, yeah. it can, it, it, it could be a short-term thing if there's a structural issue, you know, right. there's, right. there's something else wrong. Um, but if it's a motor control issue, as long as you don't go through any type of trauma, you know, um, it, it stays. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a really beautiful way of working with the body and it's non-invasive, correct? No, it's not invasive. I'm yeah. not, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not cracking anybody. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so nice too, because sometimes, you know, if we're not feeling really great in our bodies, we uh -huh. want to, and like, if it is like, you know, a medical thing or a structural thing or, or what have you. I think sometimes we don't necessarily know where to go, like to get yeah. help in a way that's not like, yeah, going to the chiropractor and getting, <laughs> getting cracked, mm -hmm. which um, is sometimes a bit scary from my own mm -hmm. experience. It's like, that sounds not supposed to come out of my spine. I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
people love chiro their chiropractors. They are like devoted. <laughs> Some people love it. I don't know. It always just freaks me out. But I think anytime we can work with the body, though, in a really kind way, that's gentle, but that also really helps us feel better, work better long term. Like, I think that's an awesome thing. Awesome. Yeah. There's more info about that on your website, right? Yes, there is. Absolutely. Okay, okay good. Yeah. I will, I'm going to make sure to have the link to that because <laughs> I'm so curious and I'm sure listeners are too. <laughs> yeah, so you, you could go on the website and there's like a motor control area and then you'll see the videos and okay. some of the videos and stuff. So yeah, it's there. It's okay. there, ready to go, ready to be seen. <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> so as we sort of get ready to wrap up, I would just love to hear from you, you know, from everything that you've been through in your life up to this point, from all of your own experiences, if there was one um, like self-love exercise um, or practice that you would recommend for listeners to implement in their own lives, what would it be? Just one? <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I guess. <laughs> Just one. Oh my gosh. No, I think, um, I th gosh, I can't say one, I, I, but I think one of them would be uh, to help have some self-compassion for yourself yeah. and what you're going through and, you know, just, yeah, don't, but don't be too hard on yourself, um, but know where you're going and what your des destination will be and form a map, you know, have a map of like what your, your, what your steps are to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, self-compassion is priceless, in my opinion. Priceless, it makes, it makes the world a difference. <laughs> um, okay, beautiful. You know, so, like exercise and healthy eating and all that stuff, but well, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. It's, it's all part of it, right? But I think the self-compassion self is kind of like the overarching thing that really needs to carry out through all those other areas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So um, if listeners really want to get in touch with you, um, where is the best place for them to do so? They can go on my website, www.arlenesantiago.com. Beautiful, beautiful. And I'll make sure to link that uh, in the show notes so it's a really easy mm -hmm. click through. Okay, sounds okay. good. Beautiful. Arlene, thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate your time and you being willing to share your story and um, how you help people. I think that's awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. This is great. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with Arlene or find out more about the incredible work she does, check out all of the links down in the show notes. Also, if you want to be part of the free self-love Facebook community, come on over and join us. The link is down there as well. Here is to loving and accepting all that you are.